Hello, welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana. As always, I'm, by, I'm joined by my maybe future, what if son from another what? dimension. <laughs> I was going to say, what if I was the host instead of you, but no. okay, whatever, <laughs> make it weird. <laughs> it has to be every episode. Hunter Bay Lyra, we are brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics down in Saving New York. Let's start off with some news. So, Hunter, shot this news up, because apparently he's walking behind me doing some weird stuff. Din Djarin will appear in Book of Boba Fett come the end of this year. We kind of knew that, but Duh. it's totally got confirmed. Yeah, we knew that. So, that means, I mean, a lot of people are saying that it's rumored to have Mando and Book of Boba come out at the same time, back yeah, to back, week to week. We talked about that when Which is what could ended, happen, yeah. but other people are saying that we're going to get Book of Boba Fett, then later we'll get Mandalorian. If that's true... Din showing up in an episode or two of the eight episode, I assume eight episode yeah. season. It'll be cool. He shows up in one episode and then he talks about it in his show. Or it's week one, week two, week one, week two, and then Mando. I don't like and that then on Mando. Off. No, no, it'll be, no. I don't mean like it'll be. Oh, you don't like the on off? You no. don't like the every other week? No. Well, they can't drop at the same time unless there's unless it is like Mandalorian and Boba episode one. Mandalorian Boba Episode 2, Din shows up in Boba Fett, Boba Fett shows up in Episode 3, and there's like a crossover between unless, Episode 3 or 4. Unless he shows up at the finale of, of... Or at the beginning. No, the reason I say finale is because he you don't need him in the beginning. He's he already... he's already Because he's off doing weird space shit now, and yeah. he were, and, and Boba he's sitting, Fett's... He's sitting in his not Razor Crest crying about Grogu. Yeah, and uh, Boba Fett's now like the king of crime. He's so, the new hut. He's yeah, the hut. so what they could do is at the end of that season, have it end. And Din shows up. Jim shows up there, and they're like, oh, well, how to get there? You have to watch all of Mandalorian now to figure out how he gets there. Yeah, or like I said, there's a crossover in the middle. Like maybe yeah. episode four of each episode, there's a crossover. Yeah, I don't like the on off thing because it, it, no, well, everyone would no. be like, that's fucking stupid. Well, then instead of the on off, it's episode one, episode one, same week. Episode mm-hmm. two, episode two, same week. And then episode three, episode three. But episode three is a crossover for each one. So Something. you have to watch both of them. You can't just watch one, you gotta watch both to right. get the whole story. Yeah. Kind of like what they did back in the day with old school cartoons. Yeah, I know. And literally comic books. Yeah. So. It's the only way that works. Like, it, to read X of Swords, you can't just read Excalibur. You gotta read Marauders and right. all this stuff. Same with Hellfire Gala and etc. That's why you have yeah. to like do it properly. That's it's all cool. it is. It's cool. We knew it was gonna happen. It's like they're all around the same timeline. Yes. We saw Boba Fett show up. Is that, of course, Din would show up in some way, shape, or form. So, exciting nonetheless, though. Let's talk about Sony, though. Great. So, Sony has signed a multi-year streaming deal to distribute their movies via Netflix. Sorry, yes. Disney+. Plus. So, a lot of people were concerned that with the streaming wars going on with Paramount+, Plus, with Peacock, with CBS All Access, or mm-hmm. whatever that Paramount is now, maybe. I don't know, whatever it's called. Uh, Did CBS turn into Paramount+. Plus? Yes, TV, okay, all access became Paramount+. But then we got Netflix, then we got Disney+, Plus, then we got Hulu and Vimeo, whatever. A lot of people were concerned that Sony was going to try to do their own ser- streaming service again. Yeah. They Good. originally already did their own streaming service way back in the day. That's where the Powers TV show came out. Well, it was on, it was on PlayStation Video. It was on PlayStation Video. Which is yeah, which dumb. was like its own little thing. They still have PlayStation Video, but it's now mostly just like a DVD, like, oh, let's buy this digitally. Yes. But originally they had like some original content. But they decided to go against that and do a multi-year, from what I can tell, it's five-year deal with Sony to distribute their movies. So Homecoming, Into the Spider-Verse, and Far From Home are already going to be on Netflix and probably stay on Netflix. Yes. And then we'll see Into the Spider-Verse 2, Uncharted, uh, Far From Home, and a couple of the Sony movies that they mentioned show up on Disney Plus after their theatrical release. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That's awesome. And again, this all goes down to... Oh, and Venom and Let There Be Carnage. Yes. Venom um, This all comes down to, and we said this before, it's fine when they do that because it, it makes sense. It needs to go to a streaming service. I'd rather service it go to a streaming service than nothing. as opposed to being in limbo, DVD, or its own streaming service. Yeah. 
I don't want to pay for 12 streaming services. I already paid for three. You know, I don't need more. Oh, and then HBO Max, that's the other one. Yeah, and it's true, though. So many. It's true. Like, you don't... It makes sense for them to go somewhere, and it... it I, I've always kind of figured it was going to go to uh, Sony, uh, go to uh, Netflix because it made more sense because it wasn't yeah. going to be Hulu or it wasn't going to be um, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, duh. It happens. Yeah. <sighs> what do you want to talk about next? We got a bunch on. I here. know. So we'll skip number three because we have to pull up the results first. Yeah. So we'll jump to number four. Uh, Lucy Liu uh, has been cast as the villain Calypso, sister Helen Mirren's Hestia. In the movie Shazam, Gods of Fury. How many villains is too many villains? It's probably going to be enough for each Child. character. And then maybe one more. And then The Rock shows up at the end. And then it's like, why do you have to see Black Adam? Because Black Adam comes out before this. Or maybe it's not canon at all. Who knows? Who knows? But it'll probably be true. Because they said will that he, though? The Rock was supposed or to show Oh, will up. he, though? Shut the fuck up, Lucy. Oh, I don't know why you're like, oh, will he, though? This is me right now. I know. Um, you know. So I'm excited to see. I mean, Lucy Lou's great. You you think she's, oh, man, she's no, such a big actress. No, no. She's not as big no, as no. some so, people. So what my thing is, and I was telling you this last night. I think villains are allowed to be no. known actors. No. I don't think there should be. Like, let's beat up Lucy Lou. Let's beat up Tom Cruise. Let's beat up Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I don't think... No, and I don't think even by the known actors. I think the problem is what they're doing. Is, and I have this. I have this. I Let's just. Do the and- <laughs> I don't like when they oversaturate villains into a movie because then the villain's motivation becomes nothing. What do you mean? Thanos had a decent. Thanos villain. was the only villain in that movie. He had five. He has his yeah. five boys. Can you tell me anything about them? Just for the movie, not I know for their names. Friend. Yeah. And I know Ebony Maul was the science guy. Yeah. And Corvus Glaive was married to Supergiant? Is that Supergiant? No. I don't know who it is. It's one of them. Nope. That's why. And I know one guy lost his hand. Yeah. That's my point. Like, <laughs> but they have no real back. I know what you mean. They, like, it, it, Are they going to give each one of these guys a backstory? But to be fair, we got another seven deadly sins that Shazam fought in his first movie. We didn't need their motivations. They were just, oh, we're all the embodiments well, of the that, sins. That made sense, though. But this is the same thing. We're the embodiments of the gods. That's, then you're, then it's going to be the... And well, that's my biggest problem. Like, cool, <laughs> you're going to just give me. You're doing what I hate about all sequels. Give me more of the first stuff because you really can't think of With some new jokes and heroes. Right, like <laughs> you, you're literally having like, oh, instead of seven villains, we're, instead of seven sins as the seven villains, we'll have seven gods as seven to villains. fight the se- to fight the six plus maybe the rock. Like you could literally just, have just done anything like Doctor Savannah. Oh, he did Savannah in the first one. Savannah and Doctor Worm or whatever uh, his name Mr. was. Mister Mind. Mister Mind. <laughs> Doctor Worm. Mr. Mind. <laughs> Mr. Mind. You had another beginning. Mr. Mind is supposed to show he up. He should have been in this. He was in. He was in at the end. Yeah. He's at the beginning and then he's at the end. The Monster Society. The Monster Society would have been a great thing. Well, that's what they kind of tried to do in the first one. The sins were the Monster Society. I thought. Nope. Really? Yep. I think you're wrong. But no, the Monster Society is completely. Monster Society is like. It's like Vanilla Inc. It's just like... Like uh, Extraordinary Gentleman. It's just like random ass it's, monster guys. It, no, uh, Monster Society is all of, uh, at the time, Captain, Ad- uh, Captain, Adam, Captain Marvel's uh, Rose Gallery as a team. Oh, I don't remember Captain Marvel books, man. I yeah. know more of Shazam. Yeah, so that's what it is. That's mm. what uh, Monster Society is. Mm. That's why. Okay. So, yeah. I, do I think there's too many villains? Yes. Well, we only have two right now. I thought we have three. We have Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, and maybe The Rock. That's what they said. Okay. The Rock is supposed to show up. True. We don't know. That's just like, because he's Black Adam and there's the other seat, blah, blah, blah. It's just all hearsay. Yeah. David S. Sandberg is pretty good at leaving like little hints like uh, James Gunn does. True. So it's hard to tell. I am pulling up the round robin winners. Yeah, so the round robin. Uh, before we get to that, though, they're doing uh, Starlight. 
as a yes. movie. Is it going to be a movie? or is Movie! It, like, it is a movie? Okay. It is a movie. Movies. It's being developed from Millar World, written and directed by Joe Cornish, who did Attack the Block. So yes. John Boyega is going to be in it. <laughs> I know, right? Because they're boys. Movie. They're like best friends. That was John Boyega's big standout film. Really? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was his big thing. Oh, this is big American blockbuster, I should say. Yeah. I mean, American is a stretch, but you know what I mean. Yeah, true. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. I didn't know it was by him. Yes. We got a lot of cool stuff, man. We got that Gundam thing, too, but I don't want to talk about it because that's yours. No, that's why you can... Uh, uh, no, no, so... so uh, Starlight is what? So, Starlight... It, all right, so Starlight... It's not from, Empress. No, Starlight is... But it's more space stuff. Yeah, so Starlight is Miller's take on Flash Gordon. Um, oh, okay. It's like, pretty okay. much a Flash Gordon-like character who's been up in space for years, and he finally came back to Earth, and it's been years later, and now he's old and retired, and now those guys have come back and come to Earth, and he has to kind of go and relive his like space fantasy over again. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's what it is. You know, that was one of the only Millar books I didn't read. It's on my list to read. I ended up reading Empress, Huck, Kick-Ass, the first one. And uh, Chrononauts. Okay. And then, of course, Wanted when we did it for the show. Yes. But, you know, I didn't read a lot of uh, Millar coming into this. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to check out Starlight. I plan on checking it out eventually. Okay. I got to read Starlight, Nemesis, and Super Crooks. Those are the ones. So. And the rest of Kick-Ass, because Kick-Ass is kind of cool. I still have to get all Kick-Ass. Yeah, so do you want to talk about Gundam and the Round Robin? Round Robin, got it up. Round Robin, round one and two? Uh, Did we get two yet? No, round two is not been, uh, not official, no. but we can probably check the Twitter stats. Yeah, I just checked going. them out. So, okay. round one. So we talked about we were talking about uh, we talked about the round robin when they first announced it. I don't really think it. we yes, did. Yes, we did. We just listed. It. Oh, I don't know if we did. Well, I don't, we did. I don't Either way, we did. DC. I think it came out right after. So what DC is doing for in case we even have to reiterate it, DC is doing a round robin with uh, a bunch of uh, brand new creative teams with and pitches and pitches that they're allowing fans to vote on. Um, the final one will be published by DC Comics. Maybe even the final two. No, final one. Yeah, but... They're doing the only one. They're not going to drop all the pitches yeah, they forever. Will. They may bring them back up no, later. No, that's it. That's what the whole point is. Mm, I feel like we'll probably see some of those later down the line. No. Like no. Justice League Queer, that's too... Why? Like, cool to do. No, why? Why? That's the whole point of doing this. I just don't want Robins to win, okay? That's, that's, I know it's going to, and I don't want it. It sucks. We already have Batman supremacy. We don't need more. That's, that's what it is. I took my shoes and jacket off. I'm just getting, I'm getting settled. Why? Next is the pants. Why is your shoes Next is the off? pants. Because I hurt my feet. Anyway, so you had in round one, Green Lantern's Underworld versus Etta Candy, uh, Holly, uh, Holly Hero, Inc. And Green Lantern won that one. And Green Lantern won. You had Brave and uh, Brave and the Bug, Crash on Infinite Ambush, uh, versus Zatanna and the King of Nightmares. Zatanna uh, won. Yep. You had Lobo, uh, Animal Man, Scorched Earth, versus Son of the Creeper. And then Lobo won that one. And that was a cool one, because I would have read both of those books. You have Justice League Queer versus Robins. And unfortunately, Robins, Robins won. I, I like Robins. the Robins book, but the Justice League Queer just sounded interesting. It's it, That's where I go, you're pandering for pandering. Sake. You might as well, I yes. hate that. Yeah, that I is diversity. The name is the pandering. The book was probably going to be cool. I hope it was. Because the thing about was, Midnighter, is it, now, is it new characters made for a new gay Justice League? Yeah, or is it, it's new oh, characters. It's not yeah. like Midnighter and no. Apollo? Oh, then poopy. No, it's... I thought it was like Midnighter, Apollo, Jessica Cruz, like some of the gay characters. Oh, man, that's lame. Some of yeah. the queer characters, I'm sorry, not yeah. just gay. So, yeah. Now I'm kind of less excited for that. Yeah, it I still, was, I still read it, though. Yeah. It would have been like newer characters or new characters created for it, which they're doing both the right way. If it was if it was older characters mixed with new characters, then it yeah, would Yeah, like Midnighter and Apollo lead the team. Right. But they'll be on authority anyway, yeah. so. And then we can have Alan Scott as the legacy character. Come on, we can. R- we write this in our sleep. <laughs> yeah, pause off the Justice League. 
Uh, versus Just a Quick Patrol. Just a Quick won that one. Just a Quick won. Blue Beetle Graduation Day versus Night Runner Love in Paris. Blue Beetle won that, even though I would love to see the Night Runner. I was, I was indifferent for that one. Yeah. I chose just Blue Beetle. Yeah. I felt like I would finally close the story the for Jamie. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, Swamp Thing, House of Secrets, and Suicide Squad 7. Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad 7, 7 won. Yeah, well, it's because we have a Swamp Thing book. I mean, and also, we also Suicide Squad with Harley Quinn. But it's got Harley Quinn and seven new people? Question yeah, mark? all new people. I think they should bring back the web. They're all, nope. All new characters. <laughs> and which means and they're the all going to die. Archie. Oh, he is? Yes. I thought he nope. got uh, accepted into the DC stuff. That's where they were. All that Dark Circle stuff that... Uh, yeah, it was did, in DC for a while. But they were. They're all my... Um, oh, I know that. Archie but, um, yeah, I hope they uh, hope they all die. Because that's hard. That's yeah. DC right there. That's and then Astro, uh, yeah, Astro the Last Amazon and Superman and Lois Ignition. And, and Superman, Superman obviously Lois. won, yeah. So now we have Green Lantern's Underworld of Fire versus Zatanna and the King of... King of Nightmares? I voted for Zatanna. I voted for Zatanna. Uh, Lobo, Animal Man, Scorch Earth versus Robins. I wrote Robins. I voted for Lobo, but that's just because I'm biased. I uh, want to read both books, and I'm only saying I don't want Robins to win because we've already had the Robin book. We are Robin. We had Robin War. Yeah. We have Urban Legends. We have like this. Ev- every This is really what I wanted. It's, it's just the boys hanging out. Yeah. It's just the boys. Yep. Oh, no, spoilers <laughs> on it. Huh? Spoilers in it. The spoilers? They put the covers out. Oh, I, I, yeah. spoilers. I was like, what spoilers? No, no, they put the covers <laughs> out. Spoiler, the character. Spoiler. Yeah. Look, well, it's Tim's girlfriend. Yeah. Cassandra's probably she was there. Also, Duke's probably there. No, she was also a Robin. Oh, yeah. Duke was a Robin. Technically. Technically. No, Technically. he wasn't. No, he was never Not officially. Robin. He, was nope. never, he was never Robin. He went by We Are Robin. He had the little R on his jacket. That, but that's not an actual Robin. I said, yeah, he wasn't Don yeah. officially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jesse Quick versus Blue Beetle. I, I vote Blue Beetle. I want to see Jesse Quick book, but I, w- I want to see what's going on with Blue and, and Ted and Gold yes, and all that stuff. Square the Peg. Uh, uh, Suicide Squad 7 and Superman and Lois. I voted for Suicide Squad just to spite you. I know Dude, you did. Out of all the... Th- so when, when you when you click on them on Twitter, you get to see the voting things. Zatanna was beating Green Lantern by a large margin. Uh, Robbins was beating Lobo by a large margin. Um, Gr- uh, Blue Beetle was beating Jesse Quick by a large margin. Yeah. But Suicide Squad versus Superman was neck and neck at 51-49. Yeah. I was like, jeez, people care about this so much. <laughs> they do. Like they're fighting. Would you see that for the? Uh... If you when you go onto Twitter and you pick your choice, you get to see the statistics. Oh yeah, show up. yeah. And I saw like you know all the books I picked were basically getting smoked except for uh, Zatanna, and then we see uh, the Suicide Squad one, which is like fifty one percent with Superman being forty nine, and that was like a week ago. That yeah. was like Thursday maybe. It's well, crazy. I don't know what's going on right now. But it's a, like I said, it's a good, it's a cool concept. I like it. As a concept. And it's cool that the fans get to decide, just yeah. like how we got to decide who Barkwing is. Mm-hmm. I think it went. I think it's Halley. But it's spelled Haley. It's Haley, but it should, spelled be, wrong. it should be Haley. Well, it's not spelled wrong. It's Haley, but it should be spelled, spelled like the circus, not no, like no, that's the what name. I'm yeah, it should, be, it should be spelled like the circus, not yeah. the name. All right, so uh, we can move on to the Gundam stuff, actually. Yeah, <clears throat> that up. So, live action Gundam movie is now go uh, is now go after being developmental help for years with the director of King King Kong Skull Island at the helm, uh, going to Netflix. Um, I'm super excited for this. Yeah, uh, that's the only reason why I added this docket. Um, I've always kind of wanted a live-action uh, Gundam series. I actually prefer G Gundam a lot mm-hmm. uh, more than the original Gundam, but I know they're going to adapt the original Gundam, and I just kind of want to see what they're going to do with it. Um, especially, they have to condense down. This is where it's going to be one of those uh, condensing down a story down to mm-hmm. from a series to like um, two after. They're probably going to do like the origin or like Unicorn or something. No, it's going to be original Gundam. It is going to be OG? Yep. Okay. So they could do Origin, because that was just the original stuff just recapped and better off. Right. That's yeah. what they might do, an adaption of that. 
that's the only way to do it. I'm excited to see how whitewashed this cast is going to be. Oh, yeah. technically, I mean, the ba- the main guy has blonde hair, and the, oh, the main good guy has brown hair. Uh, Benadryl Links has brown hair. It's Amaro. What the hell? Oh, I, 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 read, I read. I watched the Unicorn. and I thought Benazir was the main no. name for everybody. No, Amaro Ray is the main character. He's the kid with the like afro. Yeah. And then Char Asenball is the uh, freelance, the red comedy. I He's... wonder who we're gonna see. And I don't mean whitewash like they're literally oh, no. whitewash it, but like it's possible. There's gonna be. Some, it's very possible. Yeah. It's American adaptation, just like Akira. Mm-hmm. Who's the main guy gonna be? It's done by Taika. What's going on with Akira? I man? can't wait. That's my favorite. Then again, movie of all time. we have um, not John Cho. What's his name? Um, Harold from Harold and Kumar. Oh my God, I know. Well, he's he's playing Spike Spiegel. Yeah, he's for, playing Spike Spiegel for uh, Cowboy Bebop, and that's not bad casting. Spike no. is supposed to be a Japanese American. Yeah, yeah. He looks white because that's the animation from back then, but he's Japanese American. Yeah. And Jet's being played by, I want to say it's not Michael Clark Duncan because obviously he's dead, but it looks just like him. Oh, so they, I just oh please. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not just Elba, unfortunately. They already got the cast. They're already working on it. it should be out in the net within the year. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm excited for Gundam. I do have the not the results for but current DC round round, but the current standings with one day and 15 hours left. Nice. So by the time you listen to this, probably one day left. Um, we have Green Lanterns at 40%, with Zatanna at 60. Okay. We have Lobo at 33, with Robins at 67. Oh, that's done. We have Blue Beetle at 59, with Jesse Quick at 41. That can, Ooh, easily, that can, that can switch. And then we have Suicide Squad at 50 and Superman at 50. Oh, oh no! my God! They're closing the gap! Yo, I, I'm, the yo gap. I'm super excited for that one. <laughs> They're closing the gap. It has 12,937 votes. That is the most compared to all the other ones. Oh my god. The other ones have... Oh no, okay, I lied. I'm sorry. I blew my load a little bit too early. Green Lanterns has about 13,000. Okay, that's fair. But like, dude, 50-50, that, that's why I'm thinking, if those two get to the... like, They just might pitch those books anyway. The reason why they might not... Stephanie Phillips is working on Jesse Quick. Well, yeah. She's, she's crazy. She's the going reason crazy. Why, right the reason why, going crazy why right. I think they're not going to do that, because if they, if they end up just pitching Because then all it's these, a lie. Then no one's going to be like, I don't want to do any franchise anymore. What's yeah, but, but but what if the fans are like, come on, we wanted to see this. No, come on, come on, come no, on. Then then you lost. lost. That's the whole point of a competition. You lost. <laughs> that's, that's the whole, like, you lost. That's the whole point of a competition. I think, I think if we boil it down, it's going to be Zatanna versus Superman, or Suicide Squad, depending on who wins that fight. Whoever wins the Superman versus Suicide Squad fight is making it's it into the finals. Making the finals There's yeah. no way, because it's going to be... Zatanna versus Robins, um, I think. Robins which Robins, Robins will probably smoke it, yeah. and then we'll see um, Blue Beetle slash Jesse Quick versus Superman, Superman slash uh, Suicide. So whatever Superman Suicide beats, it's, it's going to go all winning. the time. Yeah, they're winning. And Robins and Zatanna is going to be what's going to cut be because Zatanna tight. hasn't had a book in a while, and she's a really good character, and she's been in Justice League Dark. Everybody loves her, but, everyone but then the Robins, but, but everyone, everyone wants the, the boys together, yeah, and Stephanie. Yeah, that's gonna be a crazy one. The boys and Steph. <laughs> Why did you date your surrogate sister? Not really. It's not Cassandra. It's not like the. I know. Her. It's not like literally. But I mean, like you're dating other Robin. Yeah. Again, it's not like the dating fucking. Dog dating Cass. Yeah. It's not like the, <laughs> that's an actual doctor sister. <laughs> yeah. That's really tight though. I didn't know it was fifty fifty. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so tight. I thought it was fifty one forty nine. Like how I sent you pictures. I checked the pictures that I saw for. Anyway. All right. That's crazy. Back to Gundam. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see, I'll, I'll watch about anything, the anime adaptation. The only one I haven't seen is Alita Battle Angel yet, that's because I'm lazy. It's long. I don't like Christoph Waltz that much. Long. Not that he's a bad actor, I'm just, no, I've only just seen a couple movies and I'm long. like, yeah. Dude, I fucking, but I like, I um, want to see Bathsar. it. I like, halfway through it, I'm like, oh my god, this movie's over, like, please let me over, like, <laughs> holy god, I, I've never, okay. I've never been like, this movie's so long. <laughs> I've never felt it in a movie before. I did the Snyder Cut. 
Yeah, I know. Snyder Cut breezed by. Because you're going, Ryan Choi, Ryan Choi. That's what I was excited for. I'm like, oh, he's here. And that's what I was like, I'm watching, like, I was watching Little Battle Angel. I was like, Angel. when's the nightmare sequence? I'm like watching Little Battle yeah. Angel. I'm like, this is taking this forever. Is literally a year long. Yeah, like, <laughs> i like to stop this movie, please. Yeah. All right, we only got three more bits of news to talk about. Let's awesome. hit up the Snake Eyes Origins movie. I thought it got moved up to 2021. It actually got moved back. So okay. originally it was supposed to come out in October of 2021. Okay. And from what I was told by Chris and Anthony yesterday, <laughs> that it was pushed back to Jan to July 23rd, okay. 2022. But I thought it was going to be July 23rd, 2021 getting pushed up. I'm going to check just in case. That's right. Really? So, uh, apparently, there's a lot of controversy around the figures. It is. No, they haven't announced all that. So, apparently, there's a lot of controversy around the figures because they are... Moves up to the summer. I was correct. It's 2021. It's okay. coming out this summer, this okay. July. Oh, uh, because the figures just got uh, dropped for it. The and figures are causing the controversy. Henry Golding was cast months before the controversy. No, we know that. No, we know that. This is just finally people are going, oh... Yeah, because Snake Eyes is a white dude. Snake Eyes is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white guy from Vietnam who came back and decided to he do ninja Vietnam shit. He was a Vietnam soldier, yeah. Uh, who fell out of plane or got thing blown up. Wanted to do ninja shit. Yeah, and wanted to go do ninja stuff from Vietnam. Yeah. Um, and then they watched the old G.I. Joe movies. He's a kid who was adopted by the master and then Storm Shadow killed yep. him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so he's still Still American. a white kid. Yeah. yeah. So... That's the whole point. So the problem is people are like, oh, well, you're turning him Asian. I'm like, and Henry Golding is Asian-American. It's not like he's not American. Again, His I have no... Henry? I literally have no dog in the fight. I don't give a shit. Because I, I, like I don't care either way. I'm not a crazy J.I. Joe fan. Yeah. I can definitely see what the problem is. Oh, I can see Because yeah. it's, it's... It's the opposite effect of a lot of the whitewashing yeah. quotes. It's like, yeah. oh, now you're Asian-washing? Well, you're giving... And this is not it's where... It's representation, but it's unnecessary. But it's, it's unnecessary. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not representation... It's, it's not like Storm Shadow's a white guy, too. It's right. like they recast him. This Storm where, Shadow is Asian, is. he's like, Asian now. Right, like, it wasn't like... They're, they're making him... They're making Snake Eyes Asian... They're making Snake Eyes Asian now... For no reason but to just say, oh, well, we're having diversity. I mean... Why do that? It's the same thing as the Robert Pattinson thing. Maybe they tried for blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys, and then Henry Golding was just like, I mean, I tried out, and, too. And, and exactly. Maybe they weren't even looking for blonde-haired, blue-eyed They were probably just looking for a dude who can do action movies who's somewhat notable. Unless he never takes off the helmet. Yeah, but we'd see the toy takes off the helmet. I mean, yeah. There's a there's a variant without yeah, that. Yeah, He's going to take I mean, it off. I know. He's going to take it off. Yeah. That's what I'm he saying. might do it as a kid. Right. If he's just like a little kid, and the movie's definitely not going to be. He's from Vietnam and he gets blown up, and then he yeah. He's going to be. It's going to be the GI Joe retaliation. Uh, the GI Joe Origins, uh, not the GI Joe Origins. The GI Joe retaliation slash original GI Joe origin, where he's adopted. He was like the outsider, and then he grew up. and yes. then he got betrayed, and then yeah, that's what we're going to see. Yeah, exactly what we're going to see. His throat's going to get cut, so he can't talk. Blah yep. blah blah. So, I don't care that he's Asian American personally. I understand oh, yeah. the whole whitewashing argument. I can understand. I can understand the problem. I can see Scarlett why Johansson was fucking was Ghost in the Shell. What are we gonna do? I know. What are you gonna do? So, anyway, and she had an Asian mom, and I was like, that's just weird. Jesus. She shows up and she's like, that's my mom, but she can't obviously say anything, and she has different colored hair, whatever. Because of a different body. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't see this. Oh, nice, Luciano, doing good. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our last two bits of news. So we hit up that trailer. Yeah, so Jupiter's Legacy finally dropped a trailer after so long of just the teases and the teases. This is a very Mark Millar heavy news episode. I know, right? I'm um, sure we're talking about other stuff. But uh, Jupiter's Legacy got the trailer. It looks really good. It looks really corny, which I like. The costumes look so comic accurate. Seeing them in the real world makes me go, is this the boys? I have a completely different opinion on that. Really? 
You don't I, like it? No, I like it a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your opinion? I don't think it's corny looking. I think it uh, looks really good. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, corny as in, like, seeing him walk around in that white... Josh Jamel walk around in that white cape, punching guards in the face. I'm like, this just looks like a weird... I'm okay with that. That's fine. It kind of reminds me of the boys where it's like a satire in a way. But it's not. Jupiter's Legacy is a super serious, like, yeah, hyper It's actually violent. really sad. It's really, yeah. really dark. Well, it's all about, uh, you know, growing up in your father's shadow. Yeah. yeah. And it's combining both Legacy and Circle. Yes. That's the one thing. That's why if you look at the trades as they come out now, it will yeah, they're say... they're coming out in Jupiter's Legacy. As Jupiter's Legacy rhymes 1, 2, 3, and 4, and instead of just Circle 1, 2, Legacy 1, and 2. Well, Legacy came out first, and then they went back to do Le- Circle. Yeah. And now it's... Requiem. They're retracking everything to make it in order. Yep, and then Requiem. Because Mark Waterlights right backwards. Yep, and Requiem will be coming out this July, actually. Yeah. Basically, right after the show comes out, they're doing mm-hmm. like, and here's the finale, and then they'll have that later on. I wonder if they're going to cover everything in Volume 1 and 2, or do half of Circle and half of Legacy. Because we know there's some stuff when they're younger, but they can't cover everything in Circle. No, they can't. And we know there's stuff in Legacy, but they can't cover everything in one season. Right, no, no. Like, Cursed did the first book. Yeah. With only a little bit left over. Yeah. Because Courtney read the book and she told me that there was some stuff they didn't do. But now they're waiting to write the sequel. But also, the show differs enough to where they can expand a second season. Oh, of course. Before the book comes out. So because also, the writer of the book is also showrunning the book. And it's not Frank Miller. He just does the art. Yes. Yeah, so with... And a little bit of stuff. Um, so with Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle... The circle part of it, you kind of don't need at all. You could have done that entire series without circle. Um, oh, the first season of Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Legacy sure. you could have done the first. You don't even need circle. That could have shown up in season two. Yeah, been like, and here's some stuff you didn't know about yeah, the characters. Exactly. Um, but they got Josh Demel, so they're going to use him. I mean, they have to anyway, just in general for the story because there's a big spoiler. I don't want to say, but like, I don't remember. I'll tell you off, Mike. Um, I, I think spo- I know what happens. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it here because the show's coming out soon. Um. But yeah, it, it, it's you kind of need it's a way to explain character backstories, and that's what Circle's for. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. So, do you need Circle? No. Should you read Circle? Yes. Well, now it's you called Jupiter's it? Legacy Volume One, so read it. Anyway. Yeah, read it. We anyway. have it on the shelf. We all have right. them in order, but then if you go all the way to the back of the Circle, it's actually Jupiter's Legacy Volume yes. One. Spoiler alert for the store. Yes. <laughs> hidden little little hidden gem back there. Dig through a little red border. That's the Volume One. Technically, that's fair. All right, last bit of news. Yes, which is actually... Skybound X, 10-year anniversary. James, yes. what is the description of this? Because it is wild. Okay, so... So crazy. It's... <laughs> Kirkman's just dropping dong, dude. He's like, every book I ever wrote? Ha ha ha. And then all of his friends are in there. We're getting more Murder Falcon, dude. Can you believe that? I, what? You're, you're what? I love Murder Falcon. I'm like, okay, are you, are you done? Because, like, it's, like, insane what you're talking. I'm excited. No, I know. So am I. So... I want to pull up the exact description. Yeah, because there's five issues and they're all very very different, but they each have one through story, kind of yes. like Batman Urban Legends. So, um, I'll just do it from what I know before I even look yeah. this up, because it's a pain to... Oh, here it is. So, what it is, it's going to be a five-issue miniseries called Skybound X. I mean, Skybound 10. Um, there's one through story at each issue. It's called Rick Grimes 2000. Aliens. So, it spins out of the bonus ending from Walking Dead issue 75, where Rick wakes up in this future where the aliens have come and they're the ones that had established the entire um, zombie apocalypse and he has a robot hand now and Michonne is killed by the governor and like this whole thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, It now takes place from there. So that's your story. That's the start going forward. So it's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of the Bad Blood or whatever the book came out. Solid Blood. They came out. 
that Kirkman did with Otley, where it was like, this book shouldn't exist. It's issue 17 in yes. the series, and that thing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. And it was an alternate like Walking weird... Dead. Yeah. It's alternate Walking Dead universe. Yeah. So, um... Walking Dead makes us invincible. Yeah. So, it's issues one through five, and that's what you'll get for every series. Also, each issue will have uh, one to two backup stories. Um, the first issue will have a story from Clementine from the Walking Dead uh, Telltale ring Games. Ring. Clementine lives. Um, issue two... Um, Oh, sorry, I was looking at Ultra Mega. Is, I was is, is, Ultra it, Mega yeah, no. Issue two will have a uh, major character from Soul War and uh, Murder Falcon story. Yeah, boy. Issue, uh, issue three, because they have the covers, that's why. Yeah. And issue. Oh, no, so they're all issue one. These are all variants for issue one. That's oh, okay. Clementine's story. Nice. Ooh, it takes place after. Ooh, interesting. I like that. Um, she's older. Because I saw the Ultra Mega one, I'm like, he's not until issue five. Um, so he's on cover issue one. The problem um, connecting cover. Yeah. Issue three is. Um, the Kodak, the Coda, the final like piece of bright uh, birthright will be in there. A spotlight on assassination favorite, fan favorite fuck Tucker, uh, fuck fuck Talkingin. Okay, that's the name of the character. I bet. And the latest installment of Science Dog. Science Dog. Tied issue into four, baby. Yeah, issue four will have a uh, new story from Redneck Excellence. Uh, so Red, uh, Redneck, uh, Redneck and Excellence. And number five will have. Um, a new story from Six Sidekicks are Triggered Keaton and Gasolina. Um, and then Ultra Mega's got a cover. There's other things that, and a lot, this isn't the complete list. And there's secrets too. Yeah. And my theory is after this, they'll announce a sequel to Invincible, whether it be about the kid, whether it be Why a super Why do you say spin-off. that? Because with the hype of Invincible's TV show, that has nothing with to do the with hype the story. of the 10-year anniversary for Skybound... How are we not going to get an Invincible? Because he's doing this. It doesn't have to be a sequel. It could be an expansion. That's what they're doing in this stuff. Yeah. They they, they would, they, there's no secret for that. They, there are I some secrets. But there are some, but they're not going to... They're not. I don't think they're going to do anything like that. Hey, man. We'll see. Uh, the reason why I say that is because it's already been so much time since... Regardless of It doesn't of matter, this, dude. He would have already gone back to Invincible at one point or another. It ended in 2018? Mm-hmm. 2018? Why not? People come back to books way later in life. Dude, Chrononauts was like a four-year gap. Yeah, it's different when you have a... Fuck, well, 25-part cr- series right, as opposed to a one four issue, book. Yeah, one-volume, four-issue series that came <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, American sure. Jesus I mean, was the same way. American I Jesus know. was like... Ten years later. Three issues, and here's the other three issues. And then I don't know when yeah. the third book's coming out. Well, like, it's coming. Jupiter's Legacy was pretty far apart. Two again, years for the first one, and then this one's like five years. Right, but it's also Mark Millar. So yeah, Millar's a little slow. Kirkman's working, so on, Kirkman's working on... like He's got Die, Die, Die. He's got Firepower. He's got Oblivion Song. And right, he's got his Walking Dead stuff. Yeah, like he's, if he's you want, plus he's the CCO or the C- CCO. Is yeah. it CFO? CFO. No, it's yeah. not CCO. He's one. No, no. CCO is. You just got one image books. What the image books will CCO tell you? CCO is Tom. No, CEO oh, is Tom McFarland. CCO is Robert. Yes. You're right. You're right. CCO. So yeah. that's why. So I don't think he's going to be like, oh, hey, this is kind of what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, only because it may be like in one of these stories. Yeah. That's why when they say, oh, him and Otley are getting back together, I thought that was going to be that. Yes, it's solid blood. Beep, beep, beep. But they're doing, <laughs> but they're doing uh, Rick Grimes 2000 together. Yeah. Which, fine. Sure. You know, but again, my tweet still stands. If there is a Domino 5 thing, I knew this beforehand. <laughs> yeah, because they said, we can't, mm-hmm. we can't say nothing whether well, they're going so- pure. Well, I did talk about the TV show or the comic. or So them doing a TV show or them bringing back the comic. Or showing up in the Or showing up on the principal and they're like, we really can't say anything. But it means yes. Yeah, that really mean, it doesn't mean no, but it means yes. I mean, they were t- in talks. They may be in talks. It, it means there's a conversation happening. Yeah. Because why not get the crossovers? The only crossover Invincible because, can get no. is Spider-Man. No, can't. I said can't. No, even in uh, Invincible, the TV show. 
Kirk Minori came out and said that uh, the likelihood of other characters showing up from the Image Universe in Invincible is, all, is already confirmed not How to happen. How many characters besides Domino 5? Only Domino Savage 5, Dragon, Savage Dragon, Dragon's and... Um, oh my god, Spider-Man. I thought. No, there's a couple. There's Science Dog Dungeon. Well, remember, there's a lot of... I didn't read everything, everything. No, there's a lot of crossovers in... He's um, also Invincible Universe. Yeah, and he goes into other and books. And then Rexplode. Yeah, he goes into other books, too, remember. Um, the reason why he says that is because, like, why... And you watch... Did you watch Invincible yet? No, I'm lazy. So I'm going to tell you... A, there's a mini-spoiler, but it's whatever at this point. Don't... No no deaths. No, 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 no. Okay. Science Dog's not in the... It's not called Science Dog in the show. It's called Seance Dog. Seance Dog? Yes. It's like a wizard dog instead? Yes. That's hilarious. Why'd they change it, though? Legally, they can't use Science Dog. Why? Image owns it. <laughs> what? Yes. That's so dumb. Yeah. Image owns Invincible. Different show. It's a property. What do you mean different property? It's the same. It's image. D- different property, though. That's like you can't have him like Spawn show up. But, but Spawn is. You write. Say you write two characters, right? You have yeah. one comic book that's all about one thing and a comic book well, that's all about another. But then look at the comic book crossover. Donny Cates owns all those characters and they're all showing up, but they're all owned by Image. He made it happen by legalese. Well, he just said he asked a lot. Also, Science Dogs a currently put out put out book. Technically. We had, like, the backup story in one of the books, and then we have this new one coming that's out. That's what I mean. Technically, it's, like, current put-out property that's separate from it. But Seance Dog is kind of a funny in-joke regardless, where it's like, it's, it's Science Dog. Joke. Yeah, it's an in-joke. It's science Dog, wink. Yeah, it's an in-joke for that, but mm. because it became its own property, if he never made it as his own property, like, separate thing, like, an actual comic, it's very stupid. he'd be able to use it. It's very stupid. I, it's just legal. He owns both, and it's a joke. Whatever. It's, it's not. It's but it's not though. It's more than just a joke. It's an actual in. It's a, a thing. It's not like it wasn't like it was in universe as a. Um, it's like Radar Active Man for Simpsons. It's Simpsons. not like he's a character. He's right. A... Well, it's like Radar Active Man for Simpsons. Yeah. If they went to make a Radioactive Man TV show like they wanted to do in the nineties, they could not have the Simpsons characters on there because it's a different story. Different thing now. It's fucking lame. That's why. Lame. So that, that's why it's called Sans Dog. L-A-M-E, lame. That's why it's Sans Dog. Sans Dog is funny, though. So I'm like, I, I also chalk it up to be also saying that this isn't in, this isn't the same universe as a TV Just show. Just different shit could happen. Yeah. So, and that's uh, kind of, and you'll see when kind you watch of, the show. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's why. So I'm super excited for this uh, Skybound X. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I like it when Kirkman does something new. And especially when he uses his own properties, because why not go wild, dude? Absolutely. So, but... That's not what we're here to talk about today. Today we're talking about some fun alternate universe takes on Marvel Comics. Yes. Because of Spider-Man Spider-Shadow, which came out this week. Yes. Which we'll be talking about later on in the show. And it has a little logo in the top corner that says, what if? And I'll tell you about it when we get to the book, because it's a little after. And the fun little leaked, quote-unquote, merchandise. Oh, yeah, the leaked merchandise that I saw at FYE that I thought... The people who leaked it sent like took my picture that I sent you. I was like, how did they get this? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Right now, let's talk about what if before we get into the rest of the show. All right, so. guys. So what if uh, was a Marvel comic, uh, comic publication that ran for 47 issues, the original first volume, from 1977 to October 1984. Starting off with this, the classic story, what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? Present, presenting an alternate version of Spider-Man, of ASM number one, because uh, in AS number and he, captured, he right? tries to go to from destroying the FF. Yeah, um, and so on. So what's cool about what if? What ifs are alternate literally what they say they are. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. What if this happened? Right. So to a point. So I'm going to yeah. tell the actual distinction between what if mm-hmm. and imaginary tale. Yeah. Or an elseworld, if you want to call it. Um, most elseworlds and uh, alternate reality stuff. Isn't taking place from one moment. 
they are taking place of just grand kind of gestures that happen in the universe. I'm going to use the term what if because it just sounds better when you say it. Mm-hmm. So, no, in normal what ifs, it would be a... It, it, it's, what makes a what if a what if for comic purposes, it is a canonical moment twisted into a different path. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, I won't use this book, um, but like in the original what if, number one, if in, when Peter goes to join the... Um, Fantastic Four in Amazing Amazing Spider-Man number one, and instead of him getting declined, what if he got they accepted him? That's the what if going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the other half where people get, tend to get confused on are well, like Spider-Man Life Story. Spider-Man Life Story isn't a what if; it, it's just kind of like we're gonna make him age in real time. It's it. It's it, not it, a what if because what if it's not are, a, it's not a what if. By standards of the what if, it's a what if technically because like what if Marvel well, Comics aged through real time, right? Kind of like what they did with the other the life story generations, yeah, generation, and then now with the Fantastic Four, Four. coming out. But it's not a what if Literally, for the terms like, for this, yeah, for the terms of this, it's not a what if because it, they're not taking something and twisting it. They're just going, we're going to age. Let's see if they actually age in real time. What we can do with them? Yeah. Um, it's a look at the universe through a different angle where what ifs are kind of like. He went left instead of right. We're going to see what he did. Yeah, they literally talk right. about the, Chip Zdarsky has his yes. own little like. That's why I, I didn't want to talk about yeah. that because it's. We'll, 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 get, about, we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there in the book. Um, what's really cool about What If it allows you to explore a bunch of cool things. They have come out with thirteen volumes of What If. Well, because they release every some every couple years. So you have it's actually it's actually not bad. So the original one was one th- it was forty seven issues. Volume two was one hundred fifteen issues. Damn. Um. Damn. Yeah, that was long. Damn. Volume 3 was a six-issue miniseries. Volume 4 was a six-issue miniseries. Volume 5 was another six-issue miniseries. Volume 7 was five issues. Sorry, Volume 6 was five issues. Volume 7 was six issues. And so on. A lot of them was like six to seven issues long. So it ran for 13 volumes, technically. Mm-hmm. Um... What hap- what's used to be what ifs is that they used to do like a um randomly do one. I have that at home. Um what they randomly would do was take a moment and just channel it like I've been saying. But uh what they started to do towards the end, not including the one that you have in your hand. Yeah, which is um sucks. but what they used to do, uh, up to that point was they would take a um one moment in the character's history and change it. And like, oh we'll focus on one character. For example, um, one of the biggest stories is what if the Avengers uh, were formed in 1954? 51? Mm-hmm. 54? Something like that. It's the, uh, the creation of the Agents of Atlas. That's the first time they appear. Or what if Jane Foster grabbed the, the, was uh, was real, worthy of the hammer, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah, Thordis. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, what they started to do for publication purposes was they started to base it off of whatever current uh, story event was happening. Like what if Infinity? Right. With what if Infinity? What if Secret Wars? What if uh, Siege? Uh, what if Dark Reign? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which became a better comic trope. One, so they didn't have to go backwards in characters' time because so much time has changed. Recons has happened. It's been too far to try to reference something that happened. Like, oh, yeah. well, besides major storylines, like yeah. Crave the Hunter. Or if it's used as a joke. Like right. Thanos Copter or something. Right. It would be something where it's like, um, the only one that went farther back was with was with the Venom Deadpool story, but that was more of a joke anyway. 
Well, they kind of did it with the magic story, which I'll talk about here. They went pretty far back with that one. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, these are all kind of... This is the most recent on. volume, and we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll um, actually buy this. But a lot of times what they did was they took it, and they, now they started doing based on... Um, so they were basing on events. Now, recently, in the last... In the last set, yeah, with what if these, with great power? That's, have, the problem, uh, that's what it's called. Volume. What if Flash Thompson? What if X Men? What if Punisher? What if Ghost Rider? Thor and Magic. Right, I'll, and these happen to be these. Those happen to be random moments in. They went back to the original formatting. Uh, yeah, the What If series, taking a moment in a comic, uh, in a book, and changing it. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about some of our favorite What Ifs and some of the worst ones to exist. Oh, you ain't calling me out right now. Um, you fucking calling me out, dude. No, no, How dare you? No, I, I have one in my head that I think is one of the worst ones created. There's, a, there's one I got to talk about. It's not, it's not on my list, but it's one I want to talk about just because it's so stupid. Okay. Like, I, I was looking up lists and stuff online because I don't know a lot of these issues. You know me. I'm yeah. very fresh. Literally, the first what ifs I read were those ones. Besides the one that I read, like my dad was like, "This is cool." So mm-hmm. I just read this one. But like, those are the first ones I actually got to purchase. Yeah, I purchased all of them except for I the X Men one. Maybe I think I have them all. Okay, I ain't got them all. But um, you know, with great power was the first. Um, but your training, what ifs I got yeah. to do, yeah. So, so we're talking about our favorite ones. Uh, do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? Uh, I want to go first. I have an honorable mention because it's literally two pages. Okay. It is the what if from way back in the day, titled "What if you were Spider Man." It's one page. Uh, the first page is, "What if you were Spider Man?" Paste your photo on top of Spider Man, and then the next page is, "You would be dead." And it's all of his villains laughing at him and laughing at him in front of a gravestone. It says, "Put your name here." Very funny, very stupid. It's like literally two panels. Because you're a doof. So, it's big doofy. But yes, that's my honorable mention. Okay. But then uh, my th- my number three favorite... Well, I'll just start at the bottom. Not really in any specific order. I we'll like them all. go back and forth like we normally do. Bottom one I have is, what if Thor was raised by Frost Giants? Okay. You say it's stinky. I thought it was pretty cool. I, no, no, not that. I was thinking when you, you brought that up, I completely fucked that one up. You forgot about the new one? No, I was thinking... No, I have a... It's not that one I don't like. It's oh, okay. the Ghost Rider one. Oh, that one I like well, because it's so dumb. I hate that. It's so meta. I hate but, that. But uh, so this one is, what if Odin was killed instead of, I forget what, what, what the Jotuns, one of the Frost Giants. It's what if Odin was killed instead, and instead yeah. of Odin adopting Loki, uh, the Frost Giant adopts Thor. Okay. And Thor still gets the hammer, he still becomes Thor, but he's instead raised by Frost Giants, so he's blue and has the eyes. And then Loki's actually still his brother, because he's adopted brother, but he's still a Frost Giant. And then eventually Loki gets swayed over to the good side, and then they have a little scuffle, and then I forget what happens at the end, because I haven't read it for years. But I remember being really cool, and I liked the cover a lot. Yes. Ethan Sachs was the writer, and Ethan Sachs did a lot of the uh, Old Man Logan like spinoff stuff. And the artist who did the cover also did the Old Man Logan, uh, the Old Man Hawkeye, and cool stuff. Okay. So it was cool. I liked it a lot. So, so I'll, do, I'll do, I guess I'll do mine. That's actually a really good one. So I picked What If issue one hundred and two, which is actually What If Spider Man's daughter had lived. It's the uh, Spider Girl issue. Spider Man's daughter had lived. Yeah, first appearance Spider Girl. One of them dies. I don't remember. I remember. I don't know a lot of the stuff. I know she shows up in Spider-Verse, so I was like, she's alive. So, it's based on the story that they... Remember, at that point, there was no MC2. There was no Spider-Girl. There was nothing. Okay. This is her first appearance as Spider-Girl, as May Parker. This is the first like cover. Like a kid? Or like, she's Spider-Girl from another dimension, and then she dies? No. So, Spider-Man's daughter had lived comes out from the story that... Comes back from Cold Saga, where Spider-Man's daughter was told that she died, even though the baby was just taken off to Europe by Norman Osborn. Um, <laughs> you gotta love Norman. So who else but Norman? But in the story, the baby dies. 
So in this version, in the what if, uh, the baby doesn't, the baby lives and becomes the hero Spider Girl. That later becomes the entire MC2 line of books. Oh, that's cool! It spun out into its own universe. Yes, that's like Ultimate Comics style. Yes, it's like look at this. Yes, so did Ultimate Comics spin out of that, or were they just trying to get a more like mature, fresh take? That's more mature. Was not mature but fresh? It was meant to be a fresh take on it. A modernization. But yes, so that was. It's about the entire year with the, uh, America awesome. uh, Avengers Next. J2. J2. Juggernaut 2, baby. X people. Uh, <laughs> X people. Like, uh, it was great. Very, I, very nowadays. I know. I actually, funny enough, I found the complete collection of Spider-Girl, Volume 22. Nice. And I'm going to get them. Nice, man. Um, but yeah, so it's actually really cool What If, um, because it's, one, her first appearance in a book. Two, it spun its own entire thing out. Yeah. Of how crazy that because the universe. What if Jane Foster got the hammer was literally a story that Jason Aaron pitched. Yeah, like years what later. if Conan came to the Marvel universe and? Oh, I was going to talk about all that later at the yeah. end. Of oh this. my bad. Yeah, apologies for mm. spoiling some of your stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like what if Conan got trapped in the 20th century? We have that now with Savage. Yeah, and with no road home or no surrender, whatever came yeah. after. And then yeah. we have what if he battled Wolverine? First issue of Savage Avengers. Like, exactly. We have like it's coming back, baby. Exactly. So what's cool <laughs> about this is that. Why I like it so much? One, I like design, and because it's spun off, because it's such a drastic. Not only is it just like, oh, what if the baby lived? It's a fast forward to when she's a teenager, yeah. when she's first getting her powers and everything. So it's a fifteen-year gap, sixteen-year gap from the time of Marvel history. Yeah, that's why everything in that universe is so different. It's like twenty ninety-nine style. It's like, what's happening? Right. Uh, you want to do your number two? Okay, mine, this is no. Mine. This is also in no particular order. Yeah, no, because my number one is definitely not my number one. Okay. But uh, my number two is Peter Parker becomes the Punisher. Okay. He becomes the Punishing Spider. It's really cool. I believe it's um, after the death of Ben, he gets angry instead of sad. And he starts doing... He starts just killing... Can you talk about the most recent one? The yeah. Punisher one? Oh, no. He's... He ends up... Um... He ends up finding the, the guy who killed him, and he actually shoots him. Yeah, he kills him instead, and then he just becomes the Punisher, yes. or the Punishing Spider, and he ends up killing a bunch of his criminals, and then after he kills Norman and saves Gwen, he decides to give it up, and instead of being angry, he decides to do it out of love and just leave and live his life with Gwen. And then we see Frank Castle, at the same time, lose his family in the, um, park. the park, and then he gets all drunk, and, uh, and he falls in the garbage can, and gets the armor, gets the Spider-Man Punishing Spider outfit, and becomes the Punisher in that universe, too. Yep. So no matter what, he usually becomes the Punisher. Yeah. It's a really cool story. I just like how... I like seeing Spider-Man being a little bit of an asshole. It comes from my run of the Superior Spider-Man stuff. Where where that was, was the... my first book. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, Superior Spider-Man this is crazy. And then we had the Avenging Spider, where he shoots guns. Yes. Which is what spins out of the Wolverine one. Yes. Which is because he accidentally kills Crimson Dynamo, and he's like, whoops. And then Wolverine's like, his power down. He's like, I punched him really hard. Sorry. And then yeah. he's like, but I felt good. And I'll join S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'll kill people with gun wrists. Chris loves that one a lot for obvious reasons. Yeah. Chris the Lord. We love him, though. I know. What is your number two? My number two is, what if the Runaways became the Young Avengers? That's dope. Uh, so how the story goes down. You is, got some knowledge I don't have, bro. So in the story, <laughs> what happens is, Kang, uh, um, Kang, bleh. Kang. Um, not Kang. Iron Lad. Um, no. Vision. Because remember, so this all goes back Deshaun. to so this all goes back to Young Avengers number one, yeah. where Iron Lad is the one who goes back in time, finds the Young Avengers, um, finds the the Vision like Young Avengers like um, console thing yeah. that tells like who's going to be the next Avengers if the Avengers are all disassembled, mm. out Avengers disassembled. Um, but instead, um, Iron Lad goes back in time and finds the Runaways mm-hmm. and attacks them with becoming the new Young Avengers. Because you can't find anyone else on the list, apparently. And the young, the Runaways become the new Young Avengers. 
It's actually really cool. It's also this was the backstory of every um, what if that year. So of the mm-hmm. six issues, the six issues combined to make that one issue. Yeah. So it's really cool. Um, it's a fun little story. Uh, their costumes are awful because they're the <laughs> runaways yeah. still. Like they're so broke ass runaways. Yeah. Um, so the costumes are like, awful. Um, the code names are still the same code names they had before. Uh, but now they have a little bit extra power ups from Vision and yeah. like it's cool. It's a fun little take. Um, it's also like not as cool as the Young Avengers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's so that's my number two. And let's go to my number one, which isn't really my number one, but it's, it's so just, dumb yeah. and I love it. It's in the same vein as what if Marvel went metal with Ghost Rider, but it is what if the original Marvel bullpen became the Fantastic Four? We got Stanley, we got Jack Kirby, we got Schuster, and we have not not the guy who made Superman, the other is Schuster. I'm sorry with the names. Uh, one of the uh, one of the girls that was there, and then. Oh my God! One other, one other guy. I don't remember. Schuster and them were not part of Marvel. I know, but no, there's some with a very similar last name. I know. Yeah, Silverstein. Jim Shooter. Maybe? Silverstein Shooter. Was it Jim Shooter? Shooter. Was it Sil- Jim Shooter. But then there was the woman whose last name was like it was Rachel Silverstein or something. Anyway, it's super dumb. Basically, as they're writing the books, they get hit with cosmic rays from somebody. Which and- number was that? I dude, I don't know. Oh, Just no look at Marvel bullpen. You can. Find oh no, it. it's right here. I have it because it literally. Uh, uh, if you look it's it up, considered one of the they worst. base it on in order from issue one through now. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I want to see what number that is. I think it's like 100. Yeah, it's late. Yeah, because it's... Oh, like, no, it's um, I thought it was it's issue 11. 11. I thought it was an anniversary one. Yep, it's issue you know, 11. They get, you have like cosmic rays, and they basically just become the Fantastic Four, and it's really weird and really dumb. Yes, it is. So. It is really weird and really dumb. It is super dumb. But Stanley is Mr. Fantastic. Uh, Jack Kirby is the thing. Um, I want to say Silverstein is... Uh, Invisible Woman and Shooter is Human Torch. I think so, yes. Something like that. So, it's super dumb, it's super fun. I just like Stanley. I know you do. He's a good, he's good man. Freaking doof. Alright, what is your numero uno? And my number one would actually be, what if House of M, uh, if instead of Wanda saying no more mutants, she says no more powers. So everybody's just like dudes. Everybody's people. Hey, I'm Logan. I'm really old and I probably died. Hey, I'm Cap. I'm also dead. No, so what ends up <laughs> happening, what's really cool about this is that... The shield's still around, though. Yeah, but what okay. ends up happening is that there there are no more powers, but all these tech-based villains are now on the rise. Yeah, like Stillman. Yeah, like all these... You know, really, like... It's, <laughs> that's it's, my excuse. That's my first choice, Stillman. I know. Well, I mean, Daredevil doesn't really have powers. So, um, no, he loses radar sense. He's down Radar just... Sense isn't a power. Radar Sense is a condition he got from getting blind by ooze. I know. That's not a power. It's technically Daredevil power. would still be Daredevil. No, he wouldn't. He doesn't lose his Kung Fu. No, but like that's the thing. Like, it's actually he just loses cool. echolocation. Yeah, well, he <laughs> loses Radar Sense. Yeah. Um, it's like, it was ended up happening is a lot of uh, old tech-based villains are on the rise, and there's not many as many heroes who like, stop them. It's like Hawkeye. Yeah. Punisher. Yeah. That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> Black Widow. Maybe Ghost Rider, because it's not powers, it's like from hell. Yeah. Do, do demons count as powers? Yep. Oh, so no Ghost Rider. No Ghost Rider. So it's cool. So it's like literally Shield and Punisher. <laughs> yeah, so they're going against like these other guys. Um, there is like a whole scene with Spider-Man, like putting on the webs and everything, like putting on like web shooters. Technically, the webs on yeah. it, but everything else is. They all strength. get pa- like they all get like suits and whatever, and then like they explain like it's it has to be temporary because nothing's forever mm-hmm. with her powers. Uh, and then you see his daughter have powers. Ah, uh, cool. So it was a really cool, like, setup where, like, I wish they explored that. Again, that's one of those experiences. Like, it's really cool as a small Where's story. Where's M3? Oh, uh, I know. Um, but it was House really cool. of M2. Yeah. We may be getting one when they make that movie eventually. Oh, we may be getting one when we write for Marvel. Hey, right. we, got a, we got a universe we'd like to launch. Donny Cates can be part of it. Yes. <laughs> um, 
what was really cool about the story is that it does do a time skip about like them being retired and fucking makes sense like there's nothing else going on for their lives and they, 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 their lives falling apart without yeah. heroes and how the world reacts without heroes does Doctor Doom have powers? no so he'd still be he doesn't have magic he, he just doesn't have his magic yeah but he can still make an Iron Man suit mm-hmm. it's Iron Man but how did we miss Iron Man? we said Hawkeye before we said Iron Man dude yep <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yep. man. That just goes where our priorities, that's where our priorities lie, man. Okay. That fraction really made Hawkeye House. I know. And then obviously the new show coming out. Well, yeah, so that's why it's like my favorite. <laughs> so is there anyone that you don't like? Um, I don't like, this is the one I was going to say, I really don't like the what if Nick Fury fought World War II in outer space? Because, like, that's just Star Wars. I know. <laughs> it's I know. so weird. It's basically just World War II but in space instead. And it's Nick true. Fury's the lead. It's very bad. It's very dumb, but it's cool to look at, I guess. I guess so. so what is yours? So, one of my least favorite what was ones. The question you have one. No, I, I, of course I have. I have like two. <laughs> I have two ones I hate. Hit them up. So, hate the strong words. No, I hate it. Um, <laughs> one is from the recent one from the 2018 series. Um, the one, the one. I'll, I'll use this one second actually because it's not the one. I don't hate that one the most. Actually, you know what? I'll do this one first. Yeah. I don't hate this one as much as I hate the other one. Yeah. So this is uh, what if X Men were the dot exe men? What if X Men were zero one one zero one zero one zero? Yeah. So the cover looks dope and the art's phenomenal. Yes, I like the concept. I like the play, like the, what they're doing. I thought you were gonna say the Ghost Rider one. I hate that too. That's basically well, a, hate... metal, a metal band shows up and does a satanic ritual, and then they get attacked by Ghost Rider. But why I hate this one, the exe men thing so much? Is that was it because of speculation? Because I remember that killed him. I know, people fucking were <laughs> that. Because the, the I Wolverine book was called Wolverine.exe, and I was like, oh, are they going to do and this? People were like, oh my god. And then it was just Albert. I will, yeah, I Wolverine. <laughs> it's fucking like, Albert. You fools. <laughs> you fools. <laughs> fools. I mean, it was, it was Marvel's fault for saying .exe, but it was also speculators' fault for jumping to conclusions. Yes. So, I like um, I like the concept. Then my problem is, like, this is not a what if. This isn't a what if. There's nothing you This change. is just a story. It's just a cool <laughs> alternate reality. It's, it's basically what if the X-Men were robots? Kind but they're of. not. It's a, they're yeah, not. But it's, it's, like it's, they're, it's even the X-Force too. It's like, mostly the X-Force. They're like mutants have power. Like, but mutants have powers and their powers are only activated in this like weird cyberspace world they jack into. That's it's what, like Mega Man. Yeah. I'm like, so it's not a what if. Jack in, Wolverine, execute. It's what we talked about before. <laughs> It's the actual terminology of a what if, but not in, in connotation of how literary. It's what, what if in name only. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not. This is an alternate Concept universe. Wrong. Yeah, this is a. Oh, it's an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. Not so. The the analogy is this. Not every, uh, not every alternate universe is a what if, but every what if, uh, but every what if is an alternate reality. Exactly. That's what it is. Um, that's my second. My second hated one. What's the first one? If de- the Deadpool, uh, if, if Venom was Deadpool. Really? You don't like Venom Pool? I hate that. Venom Pool looks so dope. No, you know that whole. Or you're story? talking about Back in Black. No, no, I'm talking about Deadpool Black. Back in Black is dumb. No, Deadpool Black in Black is dumb. But so is Deadpool becomes Venom, or whatever it's called. Because it's a, it's like retcon. It's not a what. So if, it's what a he does, he goes on, uh, at one point. He's got Jerry Curl and going on Jerry Springer, and like he has a baby mama drama with Beyonder. I don't know. That book is just dumb. It's just a stupid. Who wrote it? Was it a comedian? I don't even remember who wrote you it. I'll check look it up out right now. Quick. I have it. It's at my house. Yeah. Oh my god. Of course I, you have it. I, you I, have it just to hate on it. I have every what if. It's your toilet paper. I have every what if because I love what ifs. Yeah. What ifs are cool, man. Oh, uh, what if Venom symbiote had managed to control Deadpool? That's what it was called. Managed to control. It was a backup story for all of them. What was it written in? 
Which uh, when did it come out? Uh, Who's written by? I'll tell you right now. I'm pulling it. Was it Hussein and Duggan? It was in 2010. So it could have been Hussein and Duggan. R- no, Rick Remender. Wow, Remender. Wow. Remender. Remender, you crazy. Is that cover? Yeah, I like that cover. Yeah. I like Venom Pool. Venom Pool concept it's just is really bad, cool. The Builder figure is awesome. Bad wanna, story. It makes me want to buy all those Venom toys. Because I don't have them anymore. Just because I want the Venom toy Builder figure, but I don't want any of the other characters. Oh, it's so bad. It is what it is. So, no, no. No, no. It's not is what it is. <laughs> it was a bad story. It's a, it was over the top nonsense for the sake of over the top. right before Deadpool actually got a character. I don't arc. care. <laughs> That's fair. You could do a what, this is again, one of those, this is not a what if. This is a, this is this a, is what a if story you made up. Mm-hmm. Deadpool has the the symbiote and he wears it like a jerry curl and he takes over the powers of Beyonder at one point. Because he like, never got the opportunity to have a Venom symbiote. And then you could just do it the story. Ba- then they did the back in black where it was like, Which is well, what stupider. if he did get it? And this is a continuation of that. Oh, it was such, it was so mind numbing. I remember reading it going like, this is not a what if, this is utter <laughs> dribble. <laughs> dribble. And again, this is not, and I say this not as like a person that writes comics, yeah. but I'm surrounded by them on a fucking daily basis. Um, I don't like this as a what if because it goes against. I don't. It's not it goes against, against the rules. I'm not against funny. I like the the the, the, the bullpen one. Yeah, you know, because it's a, it's what they, it was self if self reflective was a joke on them and, yeah. and stuff like that. This is stupid, <laughs> and not even funny. Like, ha! I can laugh at it. Stupid. This is dumb. No, I get you. It's very weird. Because you could have done a better story of like, oh, Deadpool getting the Venom symbiote. However you spun it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But you'd be like, oh, hey, this may be, you know, having that third voice may have cleared out. Every time he gets, every time they do something with Deadpool, it aggravates the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Because instead of actually making a cool story, everything has to be fart and dick jokes. (laughs) And it drives me nuts. And you took a cool concept like a what if, Again, you're, you're someone that is a mercenary that technically has like schizophrenic DID. They did one that what if Punisher got the symbiote before Venom versus right. was what if yeah, Punisher was no, Venom? Yeah, and it was insane. He was unstoppable. Right, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like you could have done that with someone like Data, like with uh, Deadpool, and go, "Oh my God, now he might be sane because of this," mm-hmm. or like he can now control himself, or like he gets to control the symbiote and doesn't become a bad guy, and he's trying to make up for it, and like he's Venom now, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call him at that point. Nope, he's wearing like a Jerry curl. He's going like Jerry Springer for some drama with. Oh, he, I think he sleeps with a, a female watcher or something. I don't oh, who know. Who cares? I, it's so dumb. So anyway, dumb. so before we move on to our store book and oh, our, gosh, re- and our reviews, let's do what we normally do and pitch our own what if story. Go first, I'm kind of nervous. I will <laughs> go first. My what if story spins out of damnation. The answer was kind of given. In the Avengers, sort of. in the Avengers, Age of Conchu, was that what the arc was called? Yes, Age of Conchu, where um, Conchu was able to wield Mjolnir because mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah, because uh, it's made of uh, uh, moon rock. <laughs> That's a stupider reason than well, I thought. Well, Uru is made is moon rock. Yeah, yeah. That's why. So, in Damnation, there's a scene where Thor's hammer is used at some point. I forget why, because Thor's not there. It was right before Donny Cates was writing Thor. It was during his Doctor yeah. Strange stuff. But Thor's hammer was there, and Moon Knight picks it up, and you think. Oh, he's actually picking it up. But as he picks it up, it gets pulled out of his hands immediately, and it goes into, I want to say, Evil Doctor Strange? Or Evil... Oh, it's because Jane Foster's there. That's why. I was like, Thor's not around. Jane Foster was Thor at that point. Jane Foster was there. I remember that. Because she had to fight Doctor Strange, because the Avengers 
had to get called because Doctor Strange was evil because he had the Ghost Rider blah 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 damnation. Yeah. Really cool, check it out. Yeah, we did. But there was um the, the scene where Moon Knight picks it up and then it flies out of his hand. My what if would spin right there. Instead of it flying out of his hand, he stops it. And he gets the hammer. And then he kicks the shit out of M- M- Mephisto, becomes Thor, and does Thor stuff. Yeah. He gets another personality in his head that's ye old timey and like super fun and just, it would be so great. It would be so great. I would absolutely love to do what if Moon because one of those personalities has to be worthy of the hammer. Mark Spector, as crazy as he is, he's a good guy. Conchu's a little bit of a dickhead. Yeah. We know Jake Lockley's a bit of a scummy guy. Yeah. But we know Spectre or... Oh, the other one. I can't think of it. Spencer? Spencer Graham? That, uh, that sounds uh, familiar. Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant. Yeah. He's, and he's like the movie producer, Hollywood actor guy. One of those guys has to be worthy of the hammer at some point. Yeah. Like I said, Mark Spectre's a good guy. But also, at one point during the Bendis run, Moon Knight thought he was Captain America Wolverine and Spider-Man. One of those guys has to be worthy. You know what I mean? Exactly. So why not give it to him? We know he can wield it technically because of Khonshu, so make it happen. Sure. If they won't do it, your boy will. What do you got for so, us? So. You're the what-if master, apparently. I'm not the master. I have one good idea for what-if, and that was it. It's all laid out on the table. There's, very, <laughs> there's a lot of variables to it, but that's my story. <laughs> So what actually, do you got? You got like, I have 12 actually? Okay, I, <laughs> I have a 12 one. issue maxi series? They are playing now. It's already, it's already written. <laughs> You're going to be the head of the what if table. <laughs> and I'm like, hey guys, remember these events? Uh, we're going to turn back on the clock a little bit and turn it to the left. Um, actually, I don't what have one planned out. I actually really? don't. You I don't have, have an idea? Have, no, I, no, I have ideas. So I didn't have one. I was going to figure out a better one for the show. What if Howard the Duck stayed the Herald oh, of Galactus? No. Chips and Arts? God, I hate you. God, I hate it so much. That's no, my number two now. <laughs> but actually, um, I do like to go back to the events uh, yeah. and go back to our classic what if style stuff. Oh, not classic for more of the modern uh, what if stuff. Yeah, and actually, because I'm rereading Empire now at home. Yeah, well, it's because there's a lot of missing pieces too. Well, not even that. No, so oh, okay, before no, no, that's not even that's not even the reason. Um, because that's a whole other bag. I bitch about it. Yeah, I bitch about it, but it was understandable why. It's it's still pretty readable though. Yeah, there's only like, two scenes where it's like the Thor stuff, and then there's one of the book where it's like, what's yeah. So actually, my big thing is, um, my twist is going back to when they used to do it based on uh, events and turning little events. That um, the oh my god, I, I keep forgetting what they're called. Oh, that the Scroll Shiar Alliance, um, Teddy never. Became the emperor. No, no, Teddy never gets. So there's a whole scene in Spoilers for Empire um, that he is a man in Iron Mask at the end, because it's his grandmother who's actually in the body. Yeah. Or shapeshifts into him. Yeah. Now, I'm going to take that one step further and say that she kills him instead. So what if Teddy was dead? Dead. Okay. And now his grandmother is in charge of the Shi'ar uh, Skrull Alliance. So what would your title be? Because mine's uh, What If Moon Knight Was Worthy. No, I don't have a title yet. Ah. Um, it's just called Mine what, if, what, if for, what If Empire. What If <laughs> what if Empire. That works, too. That still works. Um, so what it is, is um, what happens now. So we know in the book, the moment they were supposed to blow up the sun, mm-hmm. um, that's when they had the whole fight, and, and they the figured it out. Blown up. <laughs> so now, yeah, what happens oh, to no. Earth? Earth goes bye-bye. What do you mean? What Earth's gone. I mean, there's enough heroes I mean, to help people off or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I mean, well, no one... Oh, that's spoilers. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I won't say what I was going to say. Right. <laughs> so what happens now? We don't get... The Dark Age book. We don't... What if that book was supposed to be... This, oh, I can't see the sun anymore. Iron Man crashes, loses a leg. What if that's because that's what Empire... What? Oh, oh, Dark Age, where is it? So that would be me, <laughs> no more King of Black, or... Well, technically King of Black could come and take over. What It could be... Why I say that, like, what happens now, I always envision there would be a fast-forward 
after that, and like, oh, like the the Avengers become more of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, where they're like the Guardians and them are teaming up to take out the Skrull Shiar. Uh, Skrull Shiar. They this, call uh, themselves the Guardians of the Universe instead, right? And Probably. to be like them fighting against this, which I would like to see at that point. Then like the Shiar and like the the Wakanda Empire teaming up to against the Skrull Shiar Empire with a corrupted uh, Teddy. Quote unquote, but it's not really him. Yeah, it's, but it's they Gamer. still they think it's him though. Right, and then Teddy's dead, and then Wiccan is the main character of it because he's like Teddy, what the fuck? And she's like, I am not Teddy, <laughs> and they get him. Well, no, they bound his magic. That was the whole point in the scene. That's how oh, they okay. found out like he wasn't really him. Okay, um, that's why they were able to fight him because it, it's a merge. He would have murdered all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it would have been more like what happens now. There is no Earth. Earth is pretty much dead, and what happens to people? They evacuate to Earth, and and all these other space races. Now to take all these human refugees. Yeah. And the Earth has been such the... That's not even a one-shot. That's like a fucking... At least a three-issue miniseries <laughs> you're pitching at me right now. That's at least a three-issue miniseries. You can't just be like, what if Earth sucks now? Like, you can't just do that. <laughs> yeah, like... It'd be like, not? what if Thanos Snap was in the comics? Yeah. All, of the, all the population gone. What if the blip was real? That could be a good, fun book. Get that the Russo's happened. on that. That happened in Infinity. In, that's how Infinity Gauntlet opens. No, but like, there's no like... I really think yeah. they did. Yeah, so they opens up. He snaps his fingers and then half the population goes away. Really? Yep. I don't remember that at all. Yep, that's how it opens up. That's and then true. that's how all they the, actually... all the heroes are there. Not all of them. There's like ninety nine heroes there. There's so many heroes there. It's ridiculous. All the Avengers are good. No, not all of them. So he has America, Iron Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Thor, Wolverine, Wolverine Cyclops. It's um, still a lot of them. It's those yeah. are the big guys. How, the who the hell? You, they had more people to work with for this than they did the movie. Always mm-hmm. understand that. I guess. I guess. Oh, grain of salt. Grain yeah, of salt. it's not grain of salt. It's true. Grain of salt. So yeah, that's my idea. That's a good idea. It's definitely like a series you could do too. Unless Dark Age is what that was and they just have to hold that off for some reason. I want to read that Dark Age book. You can't tease it and then just not have anything. I mean, so, you could. <laughs> topic over? Oh uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, this was like Hunter was saying before. What if kind of are now moving over into the mainstream stuff like we were talking about before? Um, they're taking some of those ideas and now finally using them in current continuity for Oh, things. and before we get to that, yeah. what if TV shows coming out around this summer, we have the first promotional art that came out in a poster format. At FYE. At FYE for some reason. I saw it the other day. I was like, this is really cool. And then I sent it to you. And then all of a sudden, all these market, like all these like leakers, you're like, oh man, it's leaked. And I was like, it's in store. It's not really leaked. It's not leaked. But it's, it's a poster of all the season one. It's Peggy. It's T'Challa. It's The Watcher. There's Zombie Cap and stuff like that. So we're getting a lot of the what could happen during the show. Yes. Are we allowed to talk about... The, the the voice acting stuff, or no? No. Okay. Hopefully, we will get to talk about that at some point. It's not us. It's not us. If that was true, Because if it was, so uh, sorry, Marvel, I would have squealed. I know. Because I'm a big baby. <laughs> but I do want to find out more about that, because now the show's coming out, I need answers. I know. I'm really I need answers. I'm really hoping. <laughs> yeah. So... I think I'm going to Castles right now. <laughs> text him. So before... I have his number. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you were saying... So before we move on to... No, 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 we're spinning out of that, blah, blah, blah. We're going on to the book. Marvel just dropped an issue from Chip Zdarsky, Pasquale Ferry, and Matthew Hollingsworth. Pasquale. Yeah, it is Pasquale. Okay, I was right. Um, it is What If Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow. Yes. It's basically, in this is the What If Spider-Man decided to become Venom instead of giving the symbiote to Reed Richards when he did. In this, I'm going to go full spoilers in just a sentence right here before we even dive into the book. Spider-Man is having, like, nightmares and stuff, and he's, you know, still getting the feel of the, the new suit. He goes to Reed Richards, and Reed Richards says, Hey, leave the suit here. I want to take some, you know, some some more readings and see what's going on. In the original book, Spider-Man says, Sure, take it. And then Reed Richards has it. Spider-Man then goes and fights Hobgoblin. 
kind of like alien reality, except a little bit less symbiote, because obviously he has in that. Yeah. And obviously he doesn't become sorcerer or whatever. But he might be Howard the Duck. <laughs> what? Oh my God! Because Howard the Duck said, "What if?" You can't. Oh, that's Seth Green. You can't. No, they didn't say it. Don't. Don't even. I'll be so jealous. We can't talk about it. Stop. We're gonna get in trouble. I know we are. We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> we will. <laughs> We're gonna get in trouble. So, um, going back to this. So instead of Spider-Man giving the suit over to Reed Richards, he ends up taking it, and he's like, "Nah, I need it," you know, because the suit's talking to him. It's adapting to him. It's you know, they share thoughts. Yeah. And he goes to May's house, and Hobgoblin shows up, and throws a bomb in the window. Now that he has the suit, Venom is afraid of fire. If yes. Venom goes into the fire, Venom will die. And Venom and Spider-Man don't want to get off each other because right now Spider-Man's probably not wearing his suit because Spider-Man goes straight up buck naked in the suit. He's like, I'm in. He's like, it forms my clothes. And I'm like, okay, dude, like, calm down. So, <laughs> that's literally what happens. He's like, I don't even need to wear clothes. I love how I'm not. I don't even have to talk here. You're just going for you it. Yeah, well, because we'll get into the real meat and potatoes of it in a sec. You are. Then, you're just covering it now. I'm, it's I'm, fine for the most part. And then Ant Man ends up dying. That's yes. the big boom for this issue. So that's what pushes Spider-Man over the edge. He ends up keeping the suit. It gets somebody killed because he can't go into the fire because of Venom. And now he is Venom instead of being Spider-Man. Yes. The suit gets a new outfit and he fully formed. He's very angry and he ends up killing Hong Goblin. Yes. That is the story in a nutshell. We can go more of a beat by beat if you really want to. No. But I don't want to... I mean, I spoiled it, but I don't want to go too deep into like a lot of the semantics of it because yeah. Chip Zdarsky does a really good job of explaining the timeline, what's going on, and juggling girlfriends, Aunt May's storyline in this, and then the covers and artwork are just phenomenal. So, definitely check it out. If you couldn't tell, I really like this. But I'm a big fan of... I'm a That's big a fan thing. of Chip Zdarsky. It's just his writing style is so good. I'm like, cool, thanks, Hunter, for oh. giving you a complete rundown and review of the book. Hey. I had not even be here for this. You didn't have to. I could do the whole episode by myself. <laughs> I know, right? So, but the big kicker with all this stuff is the new What If logo at the top corner, and yes. what Chip Zdarsky wrote in the back as an afterword. He talks about um, what What Ifs are, and then he says, now in 2021, with a world that fin- with a world that's finally caught up with Marvel Comics and their love of alternate realities, What If is back but no longer constrained by single issues. This story that you hold in your hands is the beginning of a new line of books, multi-part epics, giving space to truly explore these new situations with the world's greatest characters. Our first outing, Spider Shadow, is a play on a familiar what-if story, but hopefully with new twists and surprises. Because in a what-if book, anything is possible. And then Chip Zdarsky's signature. He's basically saying, this is the one. This is the first story in a what-if series that yes. is going to be four to six-issue storylines. So yeah. it's super exciting that we're going to get what ifs that aren't just one issue yes. or what ifs that don't eventually turn into books like with Jane Foster or with Punisher and stuff. Right. So. Things that would become something else or in canon uh, stuff. Yeah. So besides my full rundown, James, what do you think of the book? What do you think of the what if potential? So I, and I've talked to you before why I love what ifs. Um, it's always but, fun to do. But really what's stuff. cool about this is that um, I like the issue as a whole. Um, it's a cool setup. It does definitely feel like it does spin out of issue 128 of X-Men. Not X-Men. Of ASM. I forget. It, I don't think it says... 258. 258. It does say it. It actually says okay, it, it in the opening. beginning. But okay. again, it's like a classic what if. Oh, yeah. Available it's, on Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Uh, I told you... Cause I mean, shh, don't tell Ant. <laughs> I know. Uh, but it's very classic. Uh, one I like that is very classic like that. It goes, hey, this is what... Everything up to 258. Yeah. It's canon, and from here forward... It's different. It's different. Yeah. Um, instead of taking the suit, instead of leaving it, he goes, fuck you, Reed, crushes his hand, and goes, bye-bye. Right. Yeah. So, I like that. Um, I like cool. the artwork a lot. I like um, the fact that now is we're in uncharted ter- ter- territory by the end of the issue. Um, 
Again, the I like art the, is fairy. I do like that it's a four issue setup instead of this going and then at the end he kills Venom uh, and he no, walks, he kills Hot Goblin and then it's and, over. And then he like goes into the shadows knowing he's gonna be a more of a lethal protector. And then if you look at um the net cover of issue two, it's a very like Michael Myersy like yeah. Jason S cover with Mary Jane hiding behind. And the, dude, the new Venom symbiote looks so cool. The outfit that he's Spider-Man yeah. with, it's more of like an actual spider venom. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I, like I, also, like I said, want a toy now. If this was a, <laughs> if this was a one-issue thing, it would have ended... It, it could still work. Yeah, if this was a one-shot, it would have worked as a one-shot even with it ending with... Him killing Hob- Hobgoblin. Yeah. Still works. And then it would have ended with him going... And then with great power does come great responsibility. But the responsibility, you choose how to use it. And you can be a lethal protector. Yeah. You can be a protector, but you can be a lethal protector too. Right. And that would have been Chip Zdarsky's little like... <laughs> yeah, and then when he ended. Or now, now it's like a... No, he wouldn't have done thing. that. Because no, when he does serious, he does serious. And that's oh, the, no. I mean, it still yeah, has some jokes. That, I mean, not really. Who bunched up your webs, webhead? That's him just being... It's Johnny being a dickhead. I Peter. know, that's it's not, funny. It's not funny. It's just that's what their dynamics are. That's the dynamics. It'd be weird if and then, more straight. And there's a there's a line where Black Cat goes, "What's up, Tiger?" And Peter goes, "You're not allowed to call me that." He's like, "Don't do that." Yeah, like, don't don't. Well, he doesn't even do like a funny thing. He goes like, "Don't no no don't yeah, yeah call yeah. me Tiger." I think it's funny because it's kind of like a he's got two girlfriends and one calls him Tiger and Black Cat definitely knows that they're doing something wrong. Yeah, so like, like but it's not funny. It's just kind of it's like, funny in a bad way. No, it's not funny at all. It's just kind of a. It's not as if it's a joke in the line. It's just that's more for Easter egg for us and like. Yeah, I mean it's funny for us, the reader. Yeah, like it's not that's a what I joke. Mean. It's just kind of like oh, it makes sense. Like yeah. him like feeling weird that his, his other his mistress yeah. is calling him Tiger, yeah. and him and MJ aren't together at that point. In the, no, in the, yeah, in continuity. But he's kind of like he likes her. He, he says something like, "Hey, we're kind of seeing each other." No, but he like, says I'm still uh, seeing... no. What he says to her is he's like, "I'm messing up with MJ because he has feelings." I just remember this is one he says, "I'm messing with MJ." No, and I'm messing Black up Cat. with MJ. Yes, I'm messing up with MJ and Black Cat because he. Has feelings for MJ, and he has feelings for Black Cat too. And he has feelings for Black Cat, but he's with Black Cat. He hasn't given. He does say messing up my bed. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't given up his identity to Black Cat yet. And MJ, he just told that he was Spider Man too. And, and she's like struggling. With yeah, it. And that's actually what she actually approaches him. Yeah, that was that was exactly what happened in the comic. At the time. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah. So what do you think of the what if potential? I love it. Um, also, like I can't. What wait. do you think we're getting? Um, and do you think life story will be technically no. a what if? And we were talking about this before. It goes back to the dynamic of life story not being a what if. It's more of an else world. This is an else world. We're just taking a concept. Else play with else worlds and and all the things like that. Play with concepts like yeah. Um, we're going to turn them. Uh, we'll turn Sam into a female and turn Sam into Captain America. That was for, you know. Earth 35. Yeah. It's not a what if. That's mm-hmm. not like you. Not only did it's you another make another world. Yeah, it's a whole, whole different thing. thing. Like you, it's like Sam. Like turning Sam to a female is not a what if. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What if would be like if Sam joined the military and became Falcon, which is what we got in the Ultimate Comics, kind of. Right. That's exactly mm-hmm. like it's that's what it. Or what if is like we're taking a, a current canon and asking a question, not going. We're rewriting their entire story to tell a brand new story. It's kind of like the Tales from the Dark Multiverse, where it's not really an else. Those are what ifs. What if. yeah. No, those are what yeah. ifs. Because they're taking one moment and what changing. What if Barry died during Flashpoint right. instead of surviving the lightning strike? Exactly. That's a, a, a what if. Yeah. It, instead of, But they're calling it Tales of the Dark Multiverse because it's all the really, really, really bad stuff. Right. Uh, it, that's exactly what it is. Instead of it going... Um, I'm trying to think of the Marvel Multiverse. Um, J2. No, but that's... But, but, it spins out of it, spins but it's still its own thing. It spins out of it. No, but it spins out of it. Ultimate I mean, comics. as a whole... Ultimate Comics. Ultimate Comics. Ultimate Comics. Comics. It's its own universe. It's not, it's, yeah, it's, it's own thing. It has nothing to do with uh, what if. It's just like, 
oh, whatever, it's Friday Modern Times. That's not a what if. That's just like we're... That's just us going, what if. We, we can phrase it like that. Yeah, because we have to phrase it that way. It's Marvel, but... <laughs> yeah, like, it's just phrasing at that point. Yeah. That's why. So, I am excited to see what other stories they're going to do. It looks like they're going to go back to do the classic version of what if by taking a moment in history and changing it. Yeah. Um, as long as they're small miniseries, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Because this is supposed to be four issues, I think? Yes. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get other things like, you know, fu- we're definitely going to get a Fantastic Four. We'll probably get a Cap. We'll probably get an X-Men. Yeah. Depending I don't on, say definitely. I mean probably. Yeah. I mean, most likely, we'll, we'll probably get things like, like this, for example, is such a big... They'll probably do this again, like the the big monumental moments They'll probably of do characters. one of these every year. Yeah. Because, like, with, with the whole what-if thing, we'd get six every other year, depending on what's right. going but on. But when you I think mean, about it, it'd be like six months a year. Yeah. If we got one each, but we all, yeah. we all got them in like one month. It's like, here's all six every other week yeah. or something like that. But this is, we'll probably get the f- these four issues this year. Maybe at the end of the year, they announce a new one that comes yeah. out in November. We'll see, we'll see in yeah. July with the new exactly. station coming, coming up. And we'll then see. we'll see if they're doing them all back to back or if they're doing them. Here's a what if, give a couple months. Here's another what if. Wait a couple months, another what if. Right. Because if we can get consistent what if stories just to give us more yeah, broader, yeah, 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 like, cool and stuff. And what's cool about it is you don't need them as often either because no, they I, are I'm saying consistent you know, as in like we'll no, get no. them more than every four years right no no yeah, I, we'll I, get I, like I every other year no I no, I agree with you yeah. I think that's what it is it's like so there as, also what I think is cool is it allows artists and writers to explore new concepts yeah and I'm glad they got Chip Zdarsky yeah I think they really got him because he did a phenomenal life story yes and they're like do it again but with this yeah and there was like gotcha I'm also writing for, D- for DC but don't say anything I know right all right, James, you want to go first? Or do you yes, because you... Of the week? Yeah, I'll do my Because I just week. did everything for Spider-Man. Yeah, it's because I, I like it so much. I know. We're giving it a five. I'm giving it a five. I'm giving it a five. There we go, baby. Five for the storybook. I'm giving it a five because it's a good one-if. It's a great one-if. So, I did Phantom on the Scan, uh, written by Colin Bunn and off by Mark Torres. The master of stories, that Colin Bunn. sits there and like pumps out books. He's I want to I, I try to interview him at some I want to walk into his house and it's like, like it's, it's like Darth Vader's chair and you turn around and like his helmet comes up. <laughs> he's and he's like, like, it's like, Cerebro, what do yeah. you mean? <laughs> Cerebro. He turns around in his chair and he's like, don't talk to me right now. I have a comic. I can talk now. It's all six issues. I'm done. Like, what happened? I'm good to go. Uh, Colin Bunn's crazy. I love him though. He's I got great it. stories. And everywhere story you look, there's a Colin Bunn book. Also, <laughs> one thing I will say, um, because AfterShock's really, uh, we're part of the ambassador program for AfterShock. Are we? Our stories, yes. Our stories are ambassador good program. Good to know. Um, that's what does why that I, mean for us? So, with the ambassador program, is cool is that we get free, um, we get, not free, we get cool um, promo onlys. Um, we'll get all, uh, secret variants that are not uh, released, all, not that one. Okay. We're probably going to get tomorrow. Oh, fancy. Yeah. So we get uh, secret variants from Aftershock um, that aren't to the public yet. Um, and we get cool, like, little merchandise stuff. I got the mask. The Aftershock yeah, mask. Yeah, we got a couple over there, yeah. Yeah, I got from the... Yeah, the Aftershock, like, mask. Yeah. The Space Mask, yeah, I got one. Nice. Um, yeah, so we're playing a master program. Um, so we get little tips and tricks, and I knew about this a couple of months ago. I didn't want to share it on the show until I saw it in books. I knew about an Aftershock book a while back, too. I think it was Cat's Honor. So with this anything. book, and no, no, there's a little thing that's in every Aftershock book going forward is that there's a soundtrack made with every Aftershock book. That's awesome. So when you open the book, there's a QR code, um, and you Wait, can actually follow along with it. Guy? Oh, right there. Yep. And you'll have an original uh, song that will play along with this. It's actually written by, performed by Mark Torres, the artist. Oh, that's awesome. So, so you read this and it's like, are we allowed to play it? No. I'm going to look up the song now. Give me the QR code. Yeah. I won't play it, I promise. No, yeah, because uh, just legality, we can't play certain things. Yeah. I mean, most things we can't play. Uh, just give me the book. You, you, you talk about it. Okay, anyway, so it opens up 20 years ago with a meteor shower, and then you get flashes and images of a young it's boy. It's on YouTube. Yes, 
All the all of them are. It's called haunted. Yeah. Um, uh, visions of a young boy drowning, and then uh, our main character wakes up in a terrible nightmare, seeing a dream and a dead little ghost boy that follows him. Yo, cool. Um, he keeps having these memories. You can't remember who he is, and then you cut to a man, and then his head explodes. Oh, nice. In Detroit. Nice. Um. It actually, books, this book goes really fast, so I'm trying not to do any spoilers. Yeah, I'm saying, you're like halfway through the book. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I keep forgetting the main character's name. I remember everyone else's name. Um, oh my god, what's his name? What's his name? Let's say Adam. No, it's... uh. Rory. No, he meets them uh, at dinner, that's why. Yeah. Actually, you know what is funny? I don't think you actually get his name until like towards the end of the book. Matthew, that's Matthew. what it is. You actually don't, you don't get his name. That's why I was like, what the hell's name? So Matthew is the therapist. He claims to have these psychic abilities, and that he does. He absolutely does. It reminds me of Scanners. Uh, yeah. Bit, even this, though it's very much different, it yeah. just gives me Scanners vibes. He, uh, in therapy, he ends up having his little ghost boy uh, mind meld with this therapist to get the other list, patient list, um, that may be other people that have psychic abilities. Oh, that's cool. It's like a government conspiracy thing. Yep. Where it's like, this therapist is the Nail therapist ahead. for all the ghost people. Nail on head. It's like so Sixth he, Sense. He, that's why. Ooh, they give you a little thing. Infographic. Ooh, we yeah. love those. Uh, you know I do. We love them no, infographics. I'm, I'm not done with this. I'm going to look at it. Oh, okay. I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, you look at okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so what's really cool about this book is, I won't go into super spoilers, um, the rest of Psychics meet up. And, oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the rest of Psychics meet up, and now they have to go forward to figure out what's going on with them. Um, without spoiling, there's certain things that happens that happens at the very end of the book that sets up for the rest of the series. Um, it's really cool. Um, there is kind of this more of like a government intrigue slash supernatural element type of thing. It reminds me very much of the TV show Mutant X and, um, what the hell is it? It was on sci-fi. Again, another superhero powered show where the government knew about psychics and stuff. Um. Really good story. I like the art. Again, it does remind me of Scanners. Um, a little bit. Or Flatliners. Both of them. Flatliners um, was they they get to like die real quick and then something happens. Scanners yeah. is I think ghost sounds yes. scans. I haven't seen them in a while. I mean either. Flatliners they remade and it was yeah, bad, but it was bad. Cool to see though. I like the original. The original had Michael Fox in it, right? Kevin Bacon, I think. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And the new one had oh my god. Oh one of the Fannings or Allison Bree. It had one of those like hip good-looking girl-next-door types. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Shanley Woodley? I'll look it up real quick. Anyway, so, what's really cool about this book is that there is more to this than... What happened? So, I'm eat my foot in a hot sack. Elliot Page. Oh. Elliot Page. I knew it was somebody familiar. Elliot Page. Really? That, yeah. He was in that movie? Yeah, I didn't even know. I forgot. They're the main character. I don't think so. They are. They're the main character. I don't think so. Yeah. It's because it was years ago. Uh, they look anyway. very different as compared to Umbrella Academy to that. Mm. So sorry, Elliot Page. There it is. Eric. I thought so, it was yeah. like one of the I didn't know he I didn't realize he was in that movie. I didn't I didn't know he saw that I'm, movie. I'm gonna rewatch I'm gonna watch that movie. Now. It's the new one. It's the I didn't new watch one. The, it's the remake. I didn't watch the remake. Uh, anyway, sorry. so <laughs> what's really cool about this book, like I said, it has this governmental intrigue which I kinda like a lot. Everybody loves that stuff. Um I do like that there's a supernatural element that's not believed and it's like it's not like this is a worldwide phenomenon. It's very few and far between. Yeah. The one thing I will I will nag about and I this is kind of my big government about all books like this. Um uh, I love how super convenient that they all live within driving distance of the same diner. <laughs> and it's like that's funny. Oh, oh man, so the, the diner is like the, the, the keystone? No no that, like no the diner that they all meet at, like that's my whole thing, like 
So for an event that happens worldwide, right? The yeah, like a worldwide event, event or something. But like I'm the sure. five seconds all happen locally live around. I mean, each there's other. more than five, and it says they live in like a different yeah states. But, but they could all get meet up that, at one diner. Yeah, 40 but you would Yeah, but you only get that if you read like the info stuff at the end. Yeah, yeah. Which like I do. From, one's from Georgia. And yeah, one's no, from North Carolina, City. Georgia, Missouri, California, Tennessee, New York, Utah. They're all fairly close, except for Cali and Texas. I think. I mean, that's my point. Like, it, it's yeah. cool. But, like, it's the funny part of... Yeah. There's a couple that can meet at this diner. Yeah, like, and the, <laughs> for your story purposes, five of them can meet at this diner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're not, the crew. It's, it's just always my, it's always my like, yeah. kind of naggy thing. Do you think this is a miniseries or, or an ongoing? Mm-hmm. I mean, Aftershock really doesn't do ongoing. Isn't the only one that I'm has animosity? I'll tell you something off mic that I can't talk about on mic. Ooh, fancy, fancy spoilers. Yeah. All right, so... But, yes, I'm giving it a four out of five. Like nice. I said, um, it's a cool thing. I makes me want more, like I said. But there's one, my one nagging about this book is that not. It's just joking about the, the yeah. them being able to meet up at this diner. Um, but I do think there is a. I don't know because I don't want this dude to be the one. Like he's like, he's like the one. He's like the, the chosen one. Yeah, I don't want that. I yeah. want him because he he's dying. That's the whole yeah. point. He he feels like he's dying. It's nothing proven. Yeah, so because it's, it's the Phantom, right? It's I like, don't, well, I don't want that to be like he's. I'm the one, and I want to steal all your powers, and become the biggest press psychic. So I ever. don't die. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> it's like that's, a Quentin's thing. It's like right. Calm down, Kid Omega. Like yeah. chill out. I don't want that. That's mm, my thing. Gotcha. Yep. So I'm giving it four or five. Nice. I'm reading a kaiju books. Surprise, surprise. Which you can't even sell. Yeah, because there's a misprint, and I didn't know that, but I already read it. I'm not going back on it. It's called Jenny Zero. It's from Dark Horse. It's written by Dave DeWanch and Brockton McKinney with art by Magenta King. It is a world in the near distant future, like somewhere like 2099 or 20XX, where it's like it's modern day, but it's a little farther ahead. And there's this something called the Action um, Science Police. The Action Science Police, yes. And they basically just fight monsters, and they have these agents that come in and do the, do the dirty work. So we meet this character named Jenny. She is the best monster hunter, kaiju killer they have in their entire ranks, but she got fired because she's a loose cannon and she does a lot of drugs and she's a little bit of an asshole. So they need her for one last mission, kind of like Die Hard, not Die Hard, kind of like, uh, you know, Snake Plissken ask, where it's just like, we need you for one last mission, the world's going to end, you got to show up, you got to come help. So eventually she decides to do it, but spoiler alert, something bad happens where she ends up getting attacked by this monster and she needs help, so the government agency decides to pull a fast one on her and do something she did not expect, and I don't want to talk about it, but it is crazy cool, and the only thing that I can see... <laughs> Stop. The only thing that I can see is what the misprint is. It's about halfway through the book. There's So it starts off as now, present day, and then it goes a couple pages in two days earlier, and then a couple pages later it goes yesterday, and then it meets up to present day. But about halfway through the book, there's this one page that seems very out of place. So during the yesterday sequence, she wakes up naked in bed, and her uncle, not really her uncle, uncle, her like, she's adopted, so it's like her uncle, shows up, who's part of the military, shut up, don't look at me like that, it's not Alabama. <laughs> um, they show up, hub? Is that what it is? <laughs> they show up, and they're like, they tell them that they have to come in for the mission. And then the next page is her waking up in a different room, getting talked to by her adopted father in the ASP. I assume, now that I told that there was a misprint error, I thought it was just a weird flashback trying to pull her in. And then it jumps to the next page as him leaving. So I thought, I'll get to that in a sec. And then I thought, like, oh man, it was weird that, you know, 
She says no. Then there's a page. Then she still says no. That's weird. Turns out this is probably where the misprint is. Right. It's probably the first couple pages of issue two. Ooh. So, it was the first page of issue two, but within the first couple pages. I don't know if it's one or five or four. So, yeah, that's probably what the potential spoiler is. So, it's nothing like, oh, my God, it's super spoilery. It's just no. it shouldn't be there. It's something that just shouldn't be there. Yeah, so, unfortunately, we might not be able to sell this tomorrow, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, Jenny Zero, super cool. The artwork is phenomenal. Magenta King is going crazy with this. The art's cool. It's flowy. It's very Daniel Warren Johnson-esque mixed with um, the artist who does Die, Die, Die. I forget who the artist is. Yeah, grab it for me. But it's just it's very visual, very colorful, very fun, very gross in a way. So it's super cool to see more art like that. I like it when the artwork is visceral, is gross. Chris Burnham? Burnham, sure. I'll say yes. So I definitely like this book a lot. Sucks I can't sell it. <laughs> Maybe we can sell it. We'll see. Um, definitely check it out. I'm giving it a four. Um, the story, besides that one page, now I know that it was an error, potentially, being yeah. a little bit disjointed. The story gives us this asshole character who's on a path to redemption through unheard of circumstances. It is very much cliche. I like it a lot. I like kaiju stuff, and this is a very different take on kaiju stuff. Yeah. But it is also, at the same time, very cliched and very bland. Okay. So I'm giving it a four. It's still a really good read. Definitely check it out. I don't know if I recognize these two, and it's not a Christopher Cantwell situation. <laughs> we're not just ignorant. I don't know about... I've never Sometimes heard of these Sometimes we're two. just ignorant. <laughs> Sometimes we're just ignorant. So uh, definitely check this book out, if you can, when we get some copies in, maybe the next week when we get replacements. But anyway, that's 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 my review. Awesome. Check out, check out the book. Kind of. I'm going to go put it in the office. Awesome. So I'm going to wrap this episode up, guys. We are. Thank you for listening. You guys head over to our website, andrewsconference.com. Check out this week's previews and releases. Follow us on Instagram at Andrews underscore comics. The podcast Instagram, Andrews Amazing Podcast, and Twitter, Andrews Comics for update news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave you, and share with a friend. And hopefully this week we'll have 25 miss- minutes missing from the episode. Nah, I'm going to do it proper this time. Support Fingers your local- crossed. Yeah, support your local comics shop and have a nice day. Fingers crossed. Peace.